Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Today, before we start, I wanted to share that registration is open for our next five-day challenge, How to Change Your Life in 30 Days. It's going to expand on and help you implement these very concepts that we are sharing in this three-part series into your life so that you can start experiencing breakthroughs through God's truths, no matter where you are today. Mark your calendars as it's going to start Monday, February 22nd. To register, go to bit.ly, which is bit.ly slash feb2021 challenge. Or you can grab the link here in the show notes on my website, or you can find it on the Created for More Facebook page too. All right. Enough of that. Let's get started with today's episode, episode number 34, where you're going to learn how you can refuse to quit. So last week we talked about part two of this three-part series, and it was all about committing. Each of these components is so important to your success, but if you had to choose the hardest step, it's making a true and lasting commitment. So like last week, I wanted to share a couple follow-up thoughts on committing. Most of us simply don't make a commitment to doing something no matter what. We don't commit to achieving the result. What What we do is we commit to trying it out until it doesn't feel good anymore. When you genuinely commit 100%, it eliminates any other option. I will achieve this result no matter what. That approach and attitude, it changes everything. Think about this for a second. If your life truly depended on it, would you commit to it no matter what? What would you do differently? If you see yourself not making progress in in an area you keep trying to make progress in, then you need to be really honest with yourself. Are you committed or are you just enjoying the idea that maybe someday, somehow it might happen? Tell yourself the truth on on this one and then decide whether you're ready to commit or if you just wanna let it go. There's one more vital component that needs to be part of your decide commit process, and that is refuse to quit. To start with, let's talk about how and why we quit. That sounds like fun, right? We don't like the thought of quitting, yet most of us has, have become very good at it. Our quitting is a habit, and how we justify our quitting, that's a skill. What we practice is what we get better at. So when you practice quitting, you're going to get better at quitting. When we practice justifying why you're quitting, you're going to get better at that too. Too many of us have too much practice at quitting. So unfortunately, we're good at it. 
we need to get familiar with what our quitting looks like, since we're probably good at it and we might not even recognize it as quitting. This is what it might look like, and it might be very justifiable. Telling yourself you're too busy. Slipping into busyness. Telling yourself you're too tired. Telling yourself you're confused. Blaming the program or process for your lack of results. The reason we quit is there are benefits to it. It satisfies the brain's desire to expend less energy, to stay safe, and to seek pleasure. It brings a short-term feeling of relief to any discomfort that we were feeling. Here's an outline of our classic quitting cycle. You're in despair about something, whether it be your health, your finances, your relationships. You commit to do something to improve the situation so that you can feel better. That something involves change, which brings feelings of discomfort and or you might not see immediate results, so you quit. Your quitting rewards you by providing a sense of temporary, temporary relief, so your brain, it thanks you. But since you haven't solved the root cause, the despair, it soon returns, and this cycle, it just repeats itself. In weight loss, this is called yo-yo dieting. Constantly starting and quitting, starting and quitting, new, new ways to lose weight to ease feelings of despair. Eventually, if this pattern is repeated enough, we'll stop committing and just give up trying. The issue is we can't stand the despair or discomfort of not feeling better, but we also can't stand the discomfort involved with trying to change, so we just go back and forth. And this is a terrible way to live your life. You have to understand that quitting always slows you down from growing yourself and achieving anything. There's a quote I love that goes, it's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. Here's my one thing for today. Quitting is a habit most of us have become very good at. So understanding why and how we quit is important for us to learn how, how we can refuse to quit on the important things in our life. So now that we've established that quitting is not a long-term solution, what's our alternative? The opposite of quitting is, of course, refusing to quit. Here's what it means to refuse to quit. You keep taking consistent action until your desired result is achieved no matter how many mistakes you need to make to figure it out. Don't know how much I need to fail, but it doesn't matter because I'm willing to fail as many times as I need in order to get the result that I want. It's like my example of the toddler learning to walk. They don't fall down a few times and then decide to crawl the rest of their life. They're committed to taking as many steps as needed until they don't fall anymore. When you refuse to quit, you start building your skill of resilience. Resilience is your ability to pick yourself up and keep moving forward after you fall down. After we experience adversity and setbacks, it helps us recover from the difficulties we will inevitably face as we move towards our goal. Our resilience determines our ability to stick with achieving our goal no matter what. Our level of resilience is determined by our thoughts the strength of our unstoppable why, 
and is increased every time that we refuse to quit. Adversity and setbacks grow our resilience, so we should view them as a good thing, as an opportunity. Don't run away from them. Move towards them and use them to make you stronger. It's important to make sure we don't use them as evidence that it won't happen. So many are immediately defeated the first time they face adversity or a setback. When you can face adversity and know that you won't quit or give up on yourself, then you can start trusting yourself to overcome it. We see so many references to this in the Bible. God puts adversity in our lives to grow us to grow our, and to grow our faith in Him. In James, it says we should consider it pure joy whenever we face trials of any kind because they will help make us mature and complete, lacking nothing. A great byproduct of becoming more resilient is we also become more confident as we realize that we can keep moving forward despite all the setbacks. We can say, I won't use failure as an excuse to not get my result. Instead, I'll use it as a way to build up my resilience, my commitment, and my confidence. It goes beyond our goals. Whatever unanticipated tragedies or challenges that we could never plan for or anticipate, we have built up our capacity to live in a world in a way that is resilient instead of losing our mind and overeating everything in the house. Challenging yourself on purpose with goals is a way of preparing yourself to not always be reactive and afraid of what might happen to you, but instead be confident and resilient, knowing whatever happens in the world, you can, ima- you can manage it. Think about all the crazy circumstances we encountered this past year. Remember, a circumstance is something beyond our control. If we're resilient, we've probably handled this past year way better than most. The problem with refusing to quit is that as we get old, as we get older, we have more practice and get better at quitting versus refusing to quit. We get too bogged down by all our thoughts about our past failures and shortcomings. We get too bogged down with all the issues that life seems to constantly throw at us. And we lose the feeling and vision that we can succeed with things if we set our mind to it. So let's talk about three amazing methods you can put into action to help you refuse to quit and build your resilience. The first is to anticipate your obstacles and create strategies for them ahead of time. To do this, write down every obstacle you can think of that will prevent you from achieving your goal. Reflect on your prior experiences and think about what slowed you down or stopped you. Now create strategies of how you can deal with them when they show up. And you know that they're going to be sure to show up. By doing this, you provide your brain with more structure, direction, and focus. So when the obstacle, when it does show up, it's much more at ease and prepared to keep taking action rather than to get flustered, frustrated, and tell you, hey, it's time to give up. When you plan on it being there, your ability to react to it positively or not react negatively is greatly increased. 
when you don't plan on it, you'll have your typical reaction, which leads to a lot more discomfort and thoughts of quitting. Here are a couple of examples of potential obstacles. Let's say you notice that at 6 p.m. every day, you go to the pantry to snack on unhealthy food. Establish a strategy for it. Sit down, drink a glass of water, and journal how you feel for five minutes. Or let's say you notice that at 8 p.m. every day after you put the kids down to bed, you have a trigger to have a glass of wine. Establish a strategy for it. Sit down, drink maybe a sparkling water, and journal how you feel for five minutes. The second one is similar to the first, as this is another form of obstacles. Think of all the lies and negative thoughts your brain is going to tell you as you strive to achieve this. The second you really commit to doing something, your brain is going to start telling you all the reasons why you can't or why you shouldn't. It's too hard. You don't know how. It takes too much time. It's too expensive. Okay, you get the idea. You need to answer your brain and tell it why Tell it it that you can and why you can. Your unstoppable why is an important strategy to help you with this. So again, list these out and then think of empowering thoughts that you can believe and use to to respond to them in a positive way that keeps you moving forward. A big thought obstacle for most of us sounds something like this. I deserve to have this meal or this cookie, this drink, whatever it is, this day off. Your brain might say, you've spent all day taking care of others. You deserve to splurge with this meal, this cookie, we know whatever that might be. You can respond with, God provides me with everything I need and I deserve to have the body I am most comfortable in. I deserve to feel my emotions rather than eating them away. Another example is your brain might say, you've put, you've put up with screaming kids and an unappreciative boss or husband, whatever. You deserve to have this wine. You can respond with, I can do anything I put my mind to, and I deserve to feel awesome in the morning. Here are some other thoughts you could use to respond to your brain's objections. Whatever comes my way, I'm going to overcome it. God is with me. He will strengthen me and he will help me do this. The third one is to understand your normal quitting process. Often it seems like a situation is causing us to quit, usually a very justifiable one, but that is never the case. It's always a thought from our mind. That thought causes a feeling. That feeling, it drives our action of quitting and that action of quitting will create our result of staying the same. Let's look at some common think, feel, act combos that lead to quitting. The thought, I can't do this. The feeling is despair, which then leads to quitting. The thought, this is too hard. Feeling is frustrating. The action is quit. Thought, this isn't working. Feeling, apathy. The action to quit. The thought, I don't know how, feeling, confusion, action, quit. Also notice the result we will create from our action of quitting. The result created is no result. We stay the same. 
And that result provides more evidence of our original thought that you can't do this or it's too hard. And that evidence will make it harder to try again. So what's God's truth? When we actively involve him in goals pleasing to him, he is here to help us succeed. I love the power that I feel through these verses. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Just a little about my experience with quitting. So um, it's a super recent experience, actually just last week. Um, we were, we had ads going um, through Facebook that we were doing to share about our upcoming challenge. And um, one night I got up, or I got up the next morning and in my email was a um, message from Facebook saying that our ads account had been restricted and basically all of our ads had been shut down. And so I, I processed through my emotions and I was a little bit upset and it would have been so easy for me to go back to my old habits and just be like, you know what, this wasn't for us, this, um, this is the end of this journey and quit, but I didn't. I stuck with the no matter what um, and just stayed resilient with it. So again, my one thing for today is quitting is a habit most of us have become very good at. So understanding why and how we quit is important for us to learn how we can refuse to quit on the important things in our life. That's all for this week. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.